When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, recording now, by the way. Oh, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Well, hey, hello, and how are you all? It's the boys. We're back. Lonnie and Dylan. Lonnie, how are you going today? Dylan, I may be peak human perfection at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know how I was going to finish that sentence. Well, you know what? Took a while, but you landed it. Thank you. Didn't say you nailed the landing, but you you landed. I got definitely. that. I got that. Which is all, the, is all you need to do. What a fucking fantastic start this is. <laughs> What's the podcast about? Tell me, please. Oh, my God, Dylan. It's you and me taking each other on a journey through life, pop culture, and every single thing in between. I you know what's happening today. Normally, we don't know, but I've got a good inkling, unless you're doing the classic bait and switch, which will be funny. I, did act- I really did consider doing it this week. I really did, but I thought, no, nah, I couldn't be bothered. No. But it's, it's definitely on my mind. It'll happen some point. Mm-hmm. question is, who's going to pull the trigger first? Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, the collaboration we got this week, Lonnie, let's set up for the listeners. What does everyone love in movies? I mean, they love a good plot. Yes. They love interesting characters. For sure. They like nice visuals. Mm-hmm. They love... Old men? I think so. I think so. There has to be a caveat, though, Lonnie, I think. Yeah. With old men. Okay. What would that be? Um, They've got to be tough mother effers. Absolutely. <laughs> tough old men. Who doesn't love that? It's, it's a real, it's almost like a, a subgenre, isn't it? It's really a cliche days? at this point, really. And, isn't it? I mean, most of them are played by Liam Neeson, for sure, but. <laughs> I think he really started the movement. He did. And a few others have tried um, going into that field. Remember there was like, wasn't there a Sean Penn attempt a couple of years ago, which no one really watched or cared about? I don't really even really watch Sean Penn that much. I'm sorry for that hot take, but yeah. What's he ever done that's great? Good question. That's exactly, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I thought. But I thought it'd be fun to talk about some of our favourite tough old men in fiction, Lonnie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you Absolutely. know what's even better than just talking about them? Let's make them fight. Let's make them fight. Let's get out. Um, let's empty the toys onto the table and then bash them bash together. Bash them together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> in between B and C block. Okay. As all good fights happen, it's going to be in between B and C block at our old high school. Absolutely. But what we're going to do today first, you giving me some tough old men you want included. Mm-hmm. I've provided my own. Yep. We come up with some together. Let's do a tournament, Monty. Okay. A tough, a tough old men tournament. So what, what's that? The T O T. Tomped. Tomped. Classic tomped. It's gonna be called "I Miss You, Tomped" this episode. Nah, don't do that. That's 
doesn't roll off the tongue at all. Anyway, I've got a big old bucket here. Mm-hmm. It's actually not a bucket, it's like a little case. Oh, cool. I've written down all our old men we wanted to participate in the tournament. And we're going to draw them out randomly, two at a time. Winners will move on. And how we decide the winners is we're both going to give an overview of the participants. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to 3 2 1 it. And we're going to see who we think should move on. If we agree, easy done. If we don't agree, it's going to be some debating. And we're not going to stop debating until one of us concedes on it. So you could be here all night. We could be here all night. We could be here for 20 minutes. All right. So listeners are looking at right now at their podcast app, seeing how long Deciding whether they're (laughs) they're going to listen. This is why this is a 36-hour episode. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lee. Let's just just jump right into it, eh? Okay. Just a quick question, though. With the fight, is it a physical fight or is it potentially a fight of words or spells or whatever? I think it can be however we interpret it. We've got some physical threats. Mm. Got some magic boys in here. Mm. We've also got some men who who fight their words. Yeah, because that, that's my thinking when I was thinking of the tough old men for you. It's somebody who I wouldn't want to be in a room with, basically. Mm. And that obviously can be because they've got magical powers and are really scary, but also it could be just... It's intimidating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair point. All right, Lonnie. Without further ado. Yeah. I'm drawing. Okay. Who have we got here? We've got... Fletcher. So J.K. Simmons from Whiplash. Definitely somebody I don't want to be in a room with. And one who fights with words. Yeah, well, sometimes. Sometimes symbols. Versus Rocky Balboa. Okay. Specifically from Rocky Balboa in the Creed movies, because that's when he's old. Old, old version. Okay. Okie doke. Well, why don't you run us through a bit of an overview of Fletcher, Lonnie? Well, Whiplash, one of the best movies ever. One of my favourites. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know about it, get out and watch it straight away, please. Yeah, get turn this off. Yeah. Go watch it, come then come back. Yeah, um, It's it's a intense drama. It's about a guy who's at music school, played by Miles Teller, mm. sort of on his up and up, and he encounters a horrible bully teacher. Mm. Played, this is the character played by J.K. Simmons, J.K. Simmons sort of, if I'm peak perfection human today, Dylan, he was peak J.K. Simmons in that film, wasn't he? Well, he won the Oscar for it, so yeah, definitely. People agreed. Um, just a massive, massive physical, not, I mean, not, not physical, but just like intimidation of a person. Just oh, yeah. breaks you down, bullies you, just absolutely destroys you. Yeah, just mentally abuses you with yeah. words. and. But is he doing yeah. it for... To make you the best you can be. Well, that's that's his point. Yeah. That's his point, isn't it? He doesn't he, he says something like the two worst words a human can hear are good great job. He's just like, no, you always gotta be tracing to push. Yeah. Push forward and people don't didn't become people don't become the best version of themselves just by you know being mollycoddled. But he definitely takes it too far. He's a very intimidating teacher. For sure. And if you know J.K. Simmons and his work, he can be it can be a teddy bear. He can be great. He can also be the scariest mother ever in the world. So yeah, he can he can flip that coin pretty easily, I think. And this guy, obviously, he's like a, a band conductor at a you know Juilliard music school, or whatever. He's still pretty physical. I wouldn't yeah. want to fight him. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cut up. Yeah, yeah. as J.K. Simmons is in general. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He stays fit. Mm. 
And he goes full bald in here, so that always adds the intimidation factor, doesn't it? It works for you, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so as far as finding goes, as we said, probably going to be more of it using his words. Yeah, I, I feel like he would probably break you down before he could actually break you. You know what Emotionally, I mean? Yeah, mm. for sure. He, he, he would figure out your weakness in a second. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing, because um, he talks to Miles Teller's character at one point, mm. and he asks him, you know, um, very nonchalantly, a bit of small chit-chat about his family, what his father does, mm. everything, and then just a couple scenes later, he just fucking uses that against yeah. him just emotionally in the room. It's disgusting, but it worked. It really did. So that's Fletcher. Mm-hmm. And then we got Rocky Balboa versus him. Yeah, so I think most people know the, the Balboa story, don't they? But Absolutely. But specifically, let's go with Rocky Balboa, the movie, which is Rocky Six, mm-hmm. technically. So he's been retired for a while. Um, and in this movie, he comes out of retirement and he fights the current heavyweight champion at the time in an exhibition match, basically to see if he can still go, really. How old is he at this point? 60s? 70s? Oh, I think so, yeah. Hmm. Pretty much whatever Sly was at the time, which yeah. is... Yeah, probably 50s, 60s. Yeah. At least 55, which was the cutoff point for me. <laughs> so, yeah, he's obviously an athlete and he's had extreme success in his past, but he's a bit had it, isn't he? He has. So specifically in this movie when they do his training, basically they say, we're not going to focus on sticking and moving because you ain't got that anymore. Hmm. So basically what they do in this movie is they just train him up strength-wise. Right. So they okay. just make sure when he does hit the champ, he hits him like a ton of bricks. It's clobbering time. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is uh, this is left-right goodnight, Rocky, we're dealing with right yeah, here. Yeah, okay. So the thing is, Lonnie, do we think that Fletcher's words would get to Rocky Babal? Because that's really the thing. Because if they can, I think Fletcher wins. Mm. But if Rocky's will is stronger, Rocky wins. Well, that's it. Now, cards on the table. I've only seen the first Rocky film. I know the whole sure. general idea of Rocky. You though. get it. I get him. I'll watch him eventually. It's just, you know, haven't got around to them. You're right. I feel like Rocky is tough on the surface, but he's a bit of a, a, bit of a sensitive soul underneath. Is that For right? For sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But he's also, you know, he's strong-willed. Yeah, that, that's, that's part of it, isn't it? He has to have a strong resolve to even get in the bloody ring against these these blokes. So, if, but Dylan, if anyone's going to break Rocky, it'd be Fletch, wouldn't it? Emotionally, yeah, mm. sure. Fair enough. And at this point, I'll say this. He's lost Adrian. Right, okay. His whole world. Yeah. So he's definitely susceptible to an emotional barrage. Do you think that if it came to blows, that Rocky would have enough to destroy him? Or uh, yeah. You reckon? Definitely. Yeah. Is that the sort of thing, even if Fletcher would get a few couple jabs in, just the one hit from Rocky would oh, definitely. destroy yeah. him? Yeah. The strength training he does in this is crazy. Right, yeah. okay. Enough to stand up to the heavyweight champ, mate. Come on. Did, did they make any um, toys out of the meat that he... What? No, he did. they do do a callback and he does punch the meat in this one. Oh, there you go. So maybe they did. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, enough jibber-jabber and money. Mm. 
Let's go up to three, two, one countdown and see who we're leaning towards. Okay. Three, two, one. Rocky. Rocky. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. I feel he's too strong-willed. He, you yeah. know. I think there could yes, be a second of wavering, but yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry, Fletcher. You're done. Rocky moves on. All right. Next round, Lonnie. Here we go. We have Count Dooku. Here we go. And pretty much all of him in media. Episode two, Clone Wars, and Episode three. He's old in all that. He's he's very old, dude. He is. I think he's like. I think my top trumps cards put him at eighty years old. Oh, no. I know. He is versing Alfred Pennyworth from Batman. <laughs> now, which Batman we talk? Which I think just in general? Yeah. Okay. Just Alfred. classic. Yeah. I mean, except Gotham, I guess, because he's not old in that. Yeah. And yeah. Andy Serkis isn't that old, I suppose. Yeah. But pretty much any other Alfred, I think it's good to go. Do you think Michael Caine is kind of a, a peak Alfred? I mean, performance-wise, probably. Sure, yeah. yeah. But probably... Uh... I mean, I like Jeremy Irons for what he was in, but yeah, yeah, he just yeah. didn't get to show us enough, I think. I think I probably default to the Alfred from the cartoons, like the animated series. Sure. Is like peak, you know. Um, I'd probably say actually the Arkham games, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair Especially enough. in Arkham Origins, he's in that a lot. You actually see him in person in that. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah, great. And uh, I believe he's been in the... Was it the... Is he Royal Navy? Or have they retconned that that he's actually in the army? Or a spy? He, yeah, he was definitely some sort of armed forces, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I mm. think... Because um, from what I'm read, he's he's not afraid to kill if he has to. I'm like yeah. Batman. Mm. That puts him up there. And plus... One of my favourite storylines, the Injustice comics. He takes a, a pill that makes him a stronger Superman and he headbutts Superman, beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, when he hurts Bruce. So, one man will stand up to Superman if he has to. Jeez, yeah, That's I just, tough. I just thought that the Injustice movie is on Netflix now. Any good? No, don't watch that. Okay. Thank you. Right. It is garbage. Oh, okay, fair enough. Let's read the comics. Okay. Alright. That's Alfred. And we got Count Dooku. Hmm. What are you humming about? Well, because Star Wars is coming into it. You suggested this. So <laughs> no, let's just, just get the behind the scenes out of the way. Don't pull that shit. I'm not saying that. Mm. I'm just I'm just saying that um you know, one guy he's got a lightsaber in the force at his disposal. <laughs> so We haven't done the countdown yet. Don't let us know you get leaded towards. Um Here's the, I'm going to look this up, but, you know, give me your thoughts. Well, I feel like, yeah, Alfred's probably a tougher guy in the sense of he's probably gone through more in his life and has a bigger resolve and whatnot. Count Dooku is channeling the dark side of the Force, though, isn't he? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Do we? Well, he's familiar with both sides, yeah. He's a fallen Jedi, yeah. Yeah. So he's at, yeah, he's got access to all the skills from each side and um, also was trained by Yoda, so hmm. that's dangerous. Yeah. And plus, I believe he's probably nearly the best, like, straight-up duelist in that's all what the they say. Yeah. If not, he's definitely up there because hmm. of his unique lightsaber blade. He's got it all curved and stuff, so yeah, yeah, helps him duel. 
And he's taken on multiple Jedis multiple times at the same time. Like he's versed Anakin and Obi-Wan twice in the movies alone. Hmm. He fought off Yoda, of all people. He did. He did. And he didn't seem to have that much trouble with it either. No, yeah, like he's an old guy, but he's not really old, is he? I guess because of the Force and uh, whatnot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Star Wars wise, old's a bit relative. Yeah, yeah, who knows how that. 80 is the new 40 in Star Wars. <laughs> um, that's but I guess said, his age does catch up to him in three because he yeah, does get bested by Anakin. That's all I'm going to say. He, he, did, he, he didn't last too long against Anakin the second time, so. But again, Anakin's like the most powerful Jedi of all time. Yeah. So. And he was dipping his toe into the dark side at that point as well. Yeah. So. It's probably him at his peak power. Yeah. Yeah. And plus he'd already fought both him and Obi-Wan at the same time. Yeah. And also he'd, not anything away from he'd him. been fighting in a war for like three or four years, right? And yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Here's the thing though, Lonnie. From what I've Googled, I don't think lightsabers can block bullets like normal bullets. Oh, really? So if you give my man Alfred a machine gun, <laughs> he, probably he gotta... might stand a chance. Yeah, okay. But also, could Dooku use the Force to stop the bullets? Probably. They probably. can stop blaster bolts, can't they? So. Well, Kylo Ren can, and hmm. so can uh, Cal Kestis in Jedi Fallen Order. So, Which I'm sure Dooku could do as well. Yeah, probably. He's strong. Plus, you got the Sith Lightning, so that's dangerous too. Mm. Um, let's do this. Three, two, one. Count down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Alfred. Yeah. The Alfred. luck of the draw didn't do you good. Yeah, he, he, he could have beaten some of the people on our list, but maybe not that one. Yeah, I reckon he had. A, he could have had a good crack against Fletcher. Even Rocky mm. could have had a crack. I mean, just thinking about it now, it's part of kind of fun that they put an old guy in as one of the, the dark Jedi's, the villains in Star Wars, like. Fun. They didn't have to, did they? No. Yeah. Plus, Christopher Lee's a tough dude, like in real life. Mm, yeah, all stories point towards that, don't they? Oh, my goodness, yeah. And we could have said Saruman here, couldn't we, really? <laughs> could have, yeah. Plus, pretty much every other character he played in his life. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's dangerous. Mm. He used to be like a spy and he used to like kill people. Apparently, yeah. What's that famous story of when he was on Lord of the Rings? Yeah, and he told Peter Jackson how it sounds when he stabs somebody. <laughs> Yeah, like Peter Jackson told him like to act a certain way when he was getting stabbed. He's like, mm. no, Peter, actually the air leaves you when you get stabbed. It's more like a, <gasps> rather than crying out. Yeah. And then Peter Jackson's like, okay. All right, we're going to defer to you. You know, fair <laughs> enough. Leave it at that. Mm. No, nah, good on him. Wasn't it his 100th birthday, is it today or yesterday? Oh, really, was it? There you go. Yeah. He packed a lot into his life. <laughs> Mate. Great run. Mm. Fantastic run. But Count Dooku moves on. Let's see what we got next, Lonnie. Nick F- oh, Nick Fury for Marvel. Grace. Yeah, it's Samuel. Well. Okay. <sighs> you love Marvel. Don't, you, don't be giving me this. Friggin' hell. What a joke. You tell me I've pod all the time you love Marvel more than anyway, anything. Anyway, easy person. Gandalf the Grey slash White. Okay. So, question, is Gandalf, is this before or after he's having a horrid romance with Montana Montoya? 
Because that, that's his peak, I reckon. When I he's think with that one. makes him stronger. Yeah. So let, let's go after that. <laughs> Love makes everyone stronger, doesn't it, Orny? But how's it end? We don't know yet, Dylan. We don't know. One day we'll find out. I hope so. I definitely hope so. Um, and we're going with Nick Fury, MCU. So currently, what's he doing in the MCU? Just he's, rolling around in space? He's stuff in space somehow, somewhere. Sure. Isn't that, is that show coming out this year? Is it secret something? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I hope it never sees the light of day. Come on. I didn't watch Moon Knight, so you, you convinced me that much. Because it's shit. Don't see the point. <laughs> no, nah, I'm sure it's fine. It's probably I'm sure fine. it's fine. Yeah. It's like most Marvel, it's probably fine. Anyway, let's run through. What's he done, really, in the MCU? Yeah, he's definitely tough. He is tough. He he, he's he's probably his best scene is when he fights off the in the car, fights yes, off people in the in car in Winter Soldier. Yeah, I remember that that being like pretty much blew me away. Apart from that, he's probably more just his presence and sort of hinted at that he's got this massive backstory. You know. Yeah, well, I know in the comics, Nick Fury is definitely impressive. Like, he's mm. got the Infinity Formula, which pretty much keeps him in peak physical condition. Yeah, because he's, like, a bit older than you think, isn't he? Yeah. Supposedly. He's rolling around in World War Two, possibly. Right, and he's still... Oh, I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah. Familiar. I've read different things, yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's happening... Well, it doesn't look like it's happening with Samuel L. Jackson. It doesn't look like he's in peak physical condition. No, not but, anymore. You know, but he's, he's old fella. It's fine. No, yeah, no shade. No shade. Yeah. But, you know, he's 70 something. Mm. Come on. Um, Yeah. He really hasn't done much. Oh, he took a cat scratch to the face, didn't he? He's he, great. He did. Yeah. Good. I that feel was like shit. He, he's got a lot of good stuff going for him, right? Does he? Yeah. I suppose if, it's, if we take into the fact that it's a tournament, so it would be pre planned. Yeah, he'd know what to do. He, he might have some tactics he can employ. That's probably his biggest strength. Hmm. It's preparedness. Yeah. In, yeah. It's his history as well, being in the army or secret services or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If he can catch Gandalf off guard and kind of slip away into the shadows at some point, hmm. maybe lay some traps for him. Mm. Oh, yeah. Stand yeah. A chance. Anyway, who's he standing opposite Monty? Gandalf. Gandalf. This is the thing. With magic in uh, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Does it have any rules? No. <laughs> no. It's, it's just, it does whatever it needs to, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it's it's not so much the magic of saying a spell with your wand, like in Harry Potter. It's more like it's you can express things almost, right? Like you just like get your staff out and bang it on the ground and the thing that you want to happen happens. Yeah. Or you, have, you can... They do do incantations and stuff a little bit, don't they? I'm not too sure. A little bit. I mean, what comes to mind is um, he had that like wizard fight with Saruman. Yeah. So they can kind of throw each other around using the staff. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can <laughs> he can light up caves with it. He did that in Fellowship. Um, he can get a shield going because the Balrog tried to mm. um. Smack him, and he's stopping that with yeah. the little force field thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, he can make physics not apply because he breaks the bridge in half, but only the half the the Balrog's on, <laughs> and his half is fine. It's pretty handy. Um, what else can he do? He can. Uh, well, he can come back from the dead. 
Better than ever, too. The glower. So he's got a got a one up if he needs it. That's true. Yeah. Um, he can banish people from mm. mines. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. if that's what happens in two towers. I suppose. Yeah. Very loose magic, isn't it? Yeah. But but is that an advantage? Yeah, potentially. Or is that just up against a gun? No good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can. As I said, he can do that force field, Bonnie. He can. Yeah. Keep that in mind. All right. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah. We're pretty much on agreeing all night, aren't we? Well, we 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 know each other now. Thank. God, Marvel didn't move on. Holy crap. I'm just thinking, Gandalf, he's got the powers, you know. He'd work exactly. it out. Yeah. And the fact that you don't know what magic, there's no limits to magic in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That makes him dangerous. All right. Next up, Lonnie. We have Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, the man of the moment. Specifically from Rebels and the original trilogy. That's when he's old, and Alec Guinness. Well, and, and also the new series, I suppose. Well, is he, is he still old? Do you reckon now? Is he cracking fifty-five? And that I don't think he is. Maybe not quite. Oh. That's only ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Hmm, sure. Plus, from what we've seen so far, it's not him at his peak powers-wise. <laughs> and he's versing. Oh, Mike Ehrman Trout from Better Call Saul oh. and Breaking Bad. Here we go. This is interesting. So let's start with Obi. Old Ben. Yeah, so thinking classic A New Hope Ben. And Rebels. And Rebels. He's in Rebels for a bit. Who cares? Okay. That is rude. <laughs> Why don't you run us what we know from the Ridge Tridge? And then I'll run you three ways while we're including Rebels in this. Okay. So from A New Hope, he is just like the old sort of recluse who Luke kind of knows as an old guy who lives nearby but doesn't know much about him. He's pretty much been told to keep away from him, actually. Yeah. He is a good mentor. He's obviously one with the Force. Sure. He knows his way around a lightsaber still if he needs to. Yeah, he can still go toe-to-toe on a duel with Darth Vader. He can sneak around the Death Star and he can use his Jedi mind powers on Stormtroopers. Bet he can. He the years haven't been kind to him though. He's not jumping and hollering and hooting and hollering like he did back in the day. He's not. He's not doing flips in in around lava planets anymore. You're no. right. Yeah. And his um his drilling ability has lessened over the years. But it can still keep up with Darth Vader. Yes. Don't forget that he only lost because he chose to. In Basically, yeah. He, they were they were talking with each other, weren't they, for a bit? Yeah. They were pretty evenly matched, yeah. And not to mention when he, as you said, he chose to die, he didn't just die, he became one with the Force. Yeah, as he, he sacrificed himself to let the others get away. Yeah. And then he, than that. then he comes back as a, as a Force ghost as well, obviously. So he, he yeah. again, can say, cheat death almost. In a, in a way, in a yeah, way. yeah. Absolutely. Well, cheat, maybe extend life is maybe the better way, the Jedi way of putting it. Sure, yeah. sure. All right. Now, in Rebels, which is a few years before A New Hope, he fights Darth Maul. Yes, I've seen this fight. Have you? 
That's a little clip of it. Didn't take very long. It didn't, and that's my point, Lonnie. Uh, he beats Darth Maul in like two seconds. Hmm. Uh, and that's because it's basically very strategic how he does it. So he kind of goads Darth Maul into like using Qui-Gon Jinn's dueling stance mm-hmm. at the start oh, of the yeah. fight. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Maul's like, oh, you know, I've seen this before. I can beat that. Uh, so he kind of tricks him into doing that. So he's very cunning. He's very smart. Yeah. And, you know, we'll see how what happens at the end of the series, but we don't know how powerful he could get. Yeah. So Again, it's that unknown factor, Lonnie. He's always been known as, like, one of the best Jedis. But I think it's kind of, it's like Yoda's the wisest and Anakin's probably the most powerful. Mace Windu is known as the, the best fighter. But, like, your best all-rounder. Is it a, you know, the general, everything else, just, you know, hitting really good marks and everything else. Yeah. That's obi one. Exactly. No, mm. that's a fair point. Fair point. Probably the perfect, uh, it's what Jedi should aspire to be, is obi one. If they were all like obi one, they wouldn't have any issues, would they? Yeah. He's not completely rigid. Like, he's mm. got some leeway with him. Like, he knows, he knows Anakin's going out with Padme, but he lets it happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. He, he was never... He never wanted to raise Anakin. He didn't feel he was ready to. That's probably his biggest flaw is that he did anyway. He kind of got sort of into it. Yeah. He didn't have any time to be his own man. Well, that's true. That's true. But I always like right, everyone. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? All right, Lonnie. The man who inspired this list, Mike. Mike, Mike and Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Yeah. If you were to look up, tough old guy. <laughs> In a dictionary, <laughs> you would see a picture of Jonathan Banks as Mike. Yeah. He's epitome. Bald. Stoic. No nonsense. Dangerous. While being, while being old. Always Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're not saying that in a pejorative sense. It's just a fact that he's he's lived a life. For really. sure. Yeah. He used to be a, a cop in Philly, I believe. Um, and, you know, he kind of... He, Broke bad in his own way, mm. I guess you could say. Mm. You know, he started working for a runner of a meth empire, really, didn't he? Yeah, I had to. Probably the thing about Mike, I suppose, is that um, preparedness definitely works in his favour. Yeah, he's resourceful. Very resourceful, very tactical. Knows his way around a gun, for sure. He's an ace shot. Mm. Uh, and if you give him time to prepare, I nearly put him on... Batman levels of tactical. Yeah, that, that's fair enough. And, and just in terms of like, you wouldn't want to be in a dark alley or in a bar late at night with this guy, would you? Just no, very intimidating. Presence. Yeah. But I think, unlike Walter White, he sort of had a sense of fairness still, and he's definitely got a morality to him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he he kind of he resigned himself to being in that world, but. He held his own personal morals still when Walter lost them bit by bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, Lonnie, let's do a 3, 2, 1 on this. 3, 2, 1, Mike. Mike. Yeah. Ooh! Wait, no, did you say? I said Mike. Okay, good, yeah. good. Yeah, I just reckon, obviously, the mind trick wouldn't work on Mike because he's not weak-minded. Yeah. Obviously. As we said... With lightsabers, bullets could go through them. Hmm. So, I just think 
I mean, I'm not discounting Obi-Wan completely, but if it's a battle... He's not in his prime. He's not in his prime at this point. Mike is to get better with age in some ways. <laughs> Seemingly, yeah. And I just think yeah, Mike has the, the the stronger will to win this particular fight, you know? Definitely, yeah. definitely. He's fighting for his family. Whereas yeah. Obi-Wan, he's kind of already lost everything at this point, to be honest. And if Mike's not going after Luke, which he wouldn't, hmm. Obi-Wan doesn't really have any drive to be yeah. him. Awesome. Obi-Wan's like, I'm going down the tuck shop, everybody. I'll, be, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Getting a liter of milk for lunch. Not supposed to buy them yourself, but I did. They were delicious. They didn't stop me from buying them, did they? They took my five dollars every time. Alright. Second to last match in the first round, Tommy. We have one of your contributions, old man Logan. Okay. Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus Logan Roy from (laughs) Succession. Hello. Both your boys. Wow. Uh, you can okay. pretty much run us through these, really. I guess I'll have to, won't I? Um, okay. So, Old Man Logan slash Logan from Logan is what I said. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of the same character in, in some ways. Yeah. This is Wolverine, who is already old, let's face it. He started off in like the... Was he born in the 1800s? Yeah. He yeah, went through all the exactly. wars, Civil War and so on. Every single war, as we saw in X-Men Origins, Wolverine. He was there. <laughs> Every time there's a war, my man wanted part of it. Didn't have to, did he? Didn't have to. He could, <laughs> why'd he go to so many wars? Oh, Sabretooth probably pushed him into it. He's like, come on, it'll be fun. Yeah. I guess yeah, if you yeah. can't die, you can just... Might as well have a go, right? But also just sit one out. <laughs> just once in a while. Not my fight. <laughs> it was. Every time one mm. his fight. But by the time we get to the Logan world, the movie, he... As again, he's lost a lot of people. It's just him and the Professor X are left. And um, if we're going off of um, the level of violence in it, mm. if we're not taking into account the fact that they just decided to rate this MA instead of M, mm. thematically, you could say he's gotten more vicious. Definitely. Like he's cutting off limbs, he's stabbing people through the head. Yeah. He's pretty much at the end of his tether, really. Yeah. And I don't. He stopped caring. He's, he stopped caring until someone comes along and he has to care for, which is. It's a good movie, isn't it? Great movie. Yeah. One of the best. I haven't seen it since it came out, actually, so I should get around really? to it. Really? Mm. Oh, good stuff. Hugh Jackman's one song. And this is very much inspired by the comic Old Man Logan, which I must admit I haven't read, but I, I know a fair bit about it. So I'm it's one of those ones. Familiar. Have you read it? No, I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah. So it's set, like, in the future, 50, 60 years or so, in the future of you know, current. Marvel world, where there's been some sort of um, apocalyptic event has happened, and Logan's still around because he um, can't die or he's got huge regenerative abilities. Yeah, and it's a bit of a wasteland around America, and I think I think Hawkeye is still kicking around, but he might be might be blind. I think that might be the how it's happened. Um, sure, and they've got to go across the country on some sort of road trip and. I think the Hulk might still be alive, but he's sort of gone a bit feral. Um, yeah, <laughs> right? Is that the one? Is this the incest one? I think there might be some incestuous happenings. Not sure why that's the case. It's Mark oh, Wade, isn't it? No, not Mark oh, Wade. No, Mark Miller. Oh, yeah. Mark Miller definitely does some taboo stuff. Yeah. The one thing I remember from it, reading about, was apparently there's this place, I don't know what it's called, but it's like 
playing falls and like that, where it's um, they're not the Pym falls. Old mate Hank Pym died while he was giant, and then his his body's like desiccated away, but his his remains are still there. Oh, because he was giant man at the time. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's kind of cool. that's a fun thing. Yeah, that's a bit of fun more. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just yeah, old man Logan. No shit's left to give. If you thought he was tough in his prime, he's probably not. Not he's not. His abilities probably aren't up there, but his level of care is definitely <laughs> out the window. Yeah. yeah. Now another person whose care's probably out the window for the most part. <laughs> Logan Roy from Succession, our boy Brian Cox. Brian Cox, who's got his own pedigree in the Marvel universe. As uh, yeah, William Stryker in X Two. Yeah, it's pretty funny that in X Men Wolverine Origins, um, Stryker is played by Danny Houston. Sure. Well, what's interesting is Danny Houston plays a role in season two of Succession. I wonder if they ever brought it up with each other. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I like to think Brian Cox has forgotten everything about oh, his X-Men <laughs> So, obviously, you've, read, you've seen a bit of it, haven't you, Succession, but you haven't carried on with I it? I watched the first three episodes. Yeah, I haven't um, delved any more into it. it. It's a good I show. I pulled a Sopranos on you. Yeah, it's one of my favourites. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I do, Lottie. I watched the first couple episodes and I thought to myself, I know where this is going. I get it. I get succession. It's pretty annoying when someone says it like that. Actually, now I now I now I'm, nah. brunt, now I'm bearing the brunt of it. <laughs> so Logan Roy, yeah, is the head of a massive multimedia company. Um, he's very much based on uh, Rupert Murdoch. Okay, blatantly so. Basically, yeah. So he's got he's the head of the company. His health is failing. In the first episode, he turns eighty. And it's supposed to be that he's handing off um, responsibility of CEO to his son, but he pulls out of that last minute. But still, his health is failing, so he's kind of an old boy in his eighties. Well, as as we previously determined, Lonnie, eighties the new forty. Eighties <laughs> the new forty. And even though he's got a few health battles, once he's back on his feet, he is just as ruthless as ever. He brought himself up from nothing, Dylan. Okay. In in the lore of the show, he was born in Scotland, and I believe they're a bit vague about it, but there's some bad shit happening in his family. He's got a brother still around, but he's got a sister. Do you mind if I spoil this for you? You're probably not going to watch more of it. No, go now. I'll just go for it. Yeah. He's got a sister who seems like she's passed away, perhaps in sort of, you know, not sure about the circumstances of it. Ooh, okay. It's a sore point in his life, it seems. Right. But from what we picked up is that he moved to Canada at some point with extended family, and then I think his his um, uncle had like a printing company, maybe a newspaper printing sort of thing, and he worked his way up from that to owning newspapers, then owning more media, and then owning theme parks, and you know eventually until he's basically Rupert Murdoch, which is kind of similar to how Murdoch did it himself. Um, in the terms of the business world in this universe, he's he's ruthless to him. There's one Give one some examples on. Well, there's one scene where he's like getting a good deal from these people, and then he's like, you know what? Let's let's fuck him over. We gotta take off more, <laughs> just because he's like. But everyone's like, no, it's a good deal. You're getting what you want. You're getting what. He's like, no, I'm not gonna give him what they want for nothing. Take it down by ten percent just to fuck him over. 
he wow. he um pits his kids against each other. All they want is to, his love and you know to be the next CEO, but he plays mind games with them. He's not afraid to hit them. He's um hit one of his sons at least. Good bit of striking power, does he? Yes, there's hints in the show that he that he might have been more physically abusive to the children. There's like this talk of one of the boys being um, put in like a dog cage. Jesus. And then when he didn't respond to all that, they sent him off to like boarding school. There's a hint of some sexual impropriety as well um, from him in particular, but also one of the later sagas in the show is that they were sort of had a me too moment where it was found out that they were paying off um, people, women, on their cruise liners who had been abused. And there's one guy they all know as Mo, whose real name was Lester, but they call him Mo Lester. And I know it's pretty darkly humorous, the show, and that's an example of it. Yeah. But it's a sort of thing like if they didn't know what's happening, once they knew, they just paid them off. And there's, there are reports as well that there are people being pushed off the, the cruise liners when they didn't really care about it sort of thing. So he's writing some pretty dodgy stuff, right? You don't get to be totally in charge of, you know, the second biggest multimedia company in the world without being pretty ruthless. For sure. In this sort of battle, though, I'm not quite sure what he's bringing. <laughs> he's got bodyguards. He's got... He'll, he'll swear at you. He'll tell you to fuck off. But... Well... To a lesser man, I think that would work, but Logan, he ain't gonna give a shit. No, if anything, he'll probably him... yell right back. Yeah, he'll just just inspire him. If it was Obi Wan Kenobi, he might be getting getting at somebody, you know. But yeah, and if we're going with old man Logan from Logan, yeah, Hugh Jackman can say fuck off back. He's he allowed to now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, let's three, two, one it. But yeah, three, two, one. Logan, right? Logan. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> old man Logan for sure. Yeah, definitely. But he would have put up a good fight. Even if, if it came to it, he would fight you, even if he's 80 and even if he's... Yeah, he wouldn't have cowed. No. He wouldn't have pulled a coward card. No. But I think, like, but he'd probably win respect of Old Man Logan in the process. But he's not going to win. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Alright, the last match we got here. Uh, William Money from Unforgiven. Is that Clint Eastwood's character? Hello. Yes. And uh, Unlucky. 
Batman from Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> Luck of the draw has gone against Unforgiven. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not familiar. This was definitely one of your picks. Mm. So run us through William Money. Well, you could have had a few characters of Clint Eastwood's um, history. Mm. Um, obviously, the Grand Trainer one is one that everyone goes to. He's not particularly um, at his best in that. <laughs> no, the the tough thing about him is that he sacrifices himself more than anything. Basically, yeah. yeah. And he's intimidating and he's racist to the people at first in his community. To start with, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's intimidating. You don't want to be around him. It's more of a character-driven film. It is, yes. Yeah. Unforgiven was the last Western that Clint Eastwood did. He directed it and as well he starred in it. Won the Oscars for... Best picture that year, pretty good. Ooh, very nice. What um, year was that? Ninety-four. He won cool. best director as well that year, which is pretty awesome. He did win best actor. Ninety-four was Forrest Gump, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, ninety-two when it came out. So it must have been ninety-three Oscars, I believe. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. That's alright. Four Oscars: best picture, best director, um, best supporting actor for Gene Hackman, oh, yeah. nice. best film editing. Yeah, we couldn't get a Gene Hackman in here, but he's 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 done some pretty good roles over the years. Pretty yeah. tough roles, hey. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the last one he did, the last Western he did, because he said he'd said everything you wanted to say about the Western genre. <laughs> well, if anyone can say that, I think Clint Eastwood has the right. Yeah, and if you're going to go out and win, go out in the one that you win the Oscars for and everyone regards as one of the best. Absolutely. Um, ever. Okay, so his character is William Money in this, and he, he's pretty much what we're talking about here. Tough old men. He, a little bit like some of the characters we've talked about who've were really big in their prime, but they've sort of lost their way. He's a bit like that, but for a good reason. In the, the film, he's old, he's had it. He is trying to run a farm with his children, but he just, just can't do it, basically. In his youth, he was a killer. He killed men, women, and children. He was just absolute bad news, right? But he found a woman. He fell in love with her and turned his life around. She passed away. He's lost because of that. Sure. Um, a young gunfighter comes to him for help to be like a sort of mentor. And he's like, I'm not that sort of guy anymore. I don't do that sort of shit. But the guy commits him to basically. Mm. And he looks around. He's like, I'm not making a very good job of it as a farmer. So maybe I should try and do something for my kids. Um, they've, they've got to go avenge. Um, these women who've been who've been attacked in the town a few counties over or whatever. He takes his best friend, Morgan Freeman, along with him. Oh, I like it. <laughs> they used to sort of ride together back in the day. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'll take you through basically what happens. I've, I think it's a few times. It hasn't been a couple of years. But the, the general plot is that there are this marauding band of bandits, right? And what they've done is they've they went to a brothel and... One of the women laughed at one of the guy's sticks. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what happened, Dylan. Oh, that's funny. And though. so, as a response, he cut her up. Oh, Jesus. And so, the, the madam of the brothel put the money together to get back at him, basically, to basically get the revenge. Mm. And that's what he's taken up. Um, and then they go there, and the first time that he tries to take on these bandits, he gets totally whacked. He's... He, basically beaten to within an inch of his life because he's not the man he used to be. Mm, Um, Then he recovers. They do go kill some of the guys. Um, There's a bit of a subplot where 
Gene Hackman is like the mayor of the town or like the, the sheriff of the town. Sure. Good stuff. Okay. And he's yeah, bad news as well. As you can probably imagine, Gene Hackman, always bad news in a film. <laughs> always the best news as well in some ways. <laughs> Anyway, no, you're such a fucking Gene Hackman fan. There you go. <laughs> I am. I really like Gene Hackman. He's really good. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. If I can, if I can spoil a bit at the end, just to set this up for you, Dylan. Sure. Um, they end up killing Morgan Freeman, oh. which unleashes the beast. So yeah. So I'd be pissed. I totally, totally, especially if he's your best friend, right? For sure. Yeah. So then he um basically gets his shit together and goes in and kills all the dudes in the town. Mm. He um, is a massive, he kills Gene Hackman, he kills everybody else. He um, just absolutely destroys them all. And then there's this amazing, one of the most intense scenes ever that happens. And then he rides out of town in the rain and he yells at them all what they're going to do to make up for what they've done to, to, to um, Morgan Freeman's character. Yeah. I might not have sold it very well there, but it's a terrific film. Um, and it's a shame that he um, had to go through that that sort of experience, the character, because you can see he really obviously was changed by this love of this wife, but then he um, took a turn, obviously. Um, yeah, great film. Wow. Yeah, go. The way it goes as well, the story goes, I assume it's true, that Clint Eastwood got the script... And bought it, but then waited ten years until he was old enough to play the character. It's dedication. Yeah, that shows you he, he he knew he was onto something, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough, and he was right, wasn't he? Mm. And it, but it's just really good because it's about a western. Like the western, and a lot of those can be quite simplistic in their their view of justice, and you know, good guys and white hats and black and bad guys and black hats. This kind of throws that out of the window. It's like they're all shit. Killing is, is an awful thing to do. But sometimes you're in that world where, you know, in the lawless world, you know. Right. So did you like the movie then? I, I think it's pretty good. One of the best. Batman, though. Well, specifically Batman from Dark Knight Returns. And I believe he is pretty much the age limit of 55 in that. Pretty much. And for a long time, people spoke about him being played by Clint Eastwood if they ever did a Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. Which would have been... Pretty great. I think it would have worked. He would never done it, but you know. We can always dream, honey. We can always dream. But specifically in this, what's he doing? This, um, he fights the mutant leader, which is basically Bane before Bane existed, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Just a big buff dude. He loses to him the first time, but again, Batman being Batman figures out some tactics to take him down and. Uh, Pretty much beats the shit out of him. Um, he also fights someone else who's pretty tough in his own right. Um, <laughs> a guy called Superman. Yep. How tough can you be? And he does a pretty and good job. Basically wins. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's very circumstantial, but, it's, you know. It's, it's, it's how he could win, you know. The only way he can, yeah. to be honest. But, hey. He went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Superman at 55, not even in his prime. Mm. Um, but yeah, was in a mech suit, also had green RSL with a kryptonite arrow. Well, you know. Nah, you know what? Doesn't mean he's not tough. Makes him tougher, if you ask me. Exactly. 
So I think um, William Money would probably have some trouble with normal Batman, mm. let alone a Batman who has access to a mech suit that basically makes him a stronger Superman. <laughs> yeah. I think I think um, it's this one's pretty clear. Um, it's funny how the like the draw goes because William Money would have probably taken a few of these guys out. out yeah, but not not Batman. But that's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. Well, I mean, three, two, one, it. Batman. Yeah, Batman. Batman. It's a shame. A lot of these lucks the draws are pretty one sided, <laughs> which is a bit rough. Okay, so it's round two, is it? It is now. What do you want to do? Do you want to go that? Um, you know, they go like an actual tournament bracket, so the winners of each round are finding each other, or do you want to randomize it again? What do you think? Mm. Let's bracket it, I reckon. So the winners of each round? Yep. All right, well, then, first up, we've got Count Dooku versus Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I mean, if it's I mean, this... three, two, one, yeah, okay. Count Dooku, Dooku's got right? him. Yeah. It's a lightsaber versus bare hands. There's... <laughs> It's <laughs> really not anything that yeah. can be done. I love Rocky. He'd probably last against the Sith Lightning, I'd say, longer than Luke did, mm. but also would get just demolished with the lightsaber. Yeah. So that was a yeah, pretty quick one. Oh. Well, next up, Gandalf versus Mike. Hmm. I don't know about this one. This one's a bit hard. Mike is pretty damn tough. He is. And with prep time, I don't think he's ever lost with prep time, to be honest. I think... He always gets the upper hand. And if it, you know, I'm sort of thinking if it comes down to a just a bare knuckles, just knock him down, throw him out, sort of fight. Yeah, I mean, if he can get the staff off Gandalf. Yeah. True. Plus, Mike, he'll like... He'll follow you for like weeks before the fight to find out every weakness, every chink in your armor. Yeah. He'd have a plan everyone would need. Yeah. The only thing for Gandalf is that Again, the magic factor just being so fucking Yeah. Unknowable. What does he need to do? Of the power scale. <laughs> like what spells are there mm. that he can use against mm. Mike? Probably anything. Just like okay. just Throwing a sword and a and a staff together is probably something that Mike can't really get a plan against. I don't know. Possibly, possibly. Um, but let's three, two, one. This one. Three, two, one. Mike. Mike. I just think, given that he's getting prep time, hmm. uh, riding wise, he's yeah never come up short. Whereas Gandalf has lost a few times. Hmm. Let's face it. And he's been caught off guard. The Balrog caught him off guard. Mm. Killed him for the first time. Mm. And if it's a fight to the death, Mike technically still wins if he kills him the first time and Gandalf comes back. Yeah. No, I'm thinking like if you had to put someone there to fight for you, for your life, you know, Gandalf's pretty good. Mike would, he'd probably last a long time. He's a professional. Yeah. In every sense of the He'll way. get dirty. He will. He's not afraid of that. Well, this one's interesting. Old Man Logan hmm. versus Batman. No, hello. I don't even know what could happen here. Yeah, because again, Batman's got the prep time and the gadgets and whatnot. Old Man Logan's got the suit. I mean, the, sorry, the powers, the 
claws and general well, healing ability. Going off the movie, his regenerating ability is a bit shot. Yes. To be honest. But he still has adamantium claws in that, doesn't he? Mm. That'd be a good one to see. Bloody hell. Yeah. And they can cut through anything, even Batman's like metal armor. Mm. Oh, it's 3-2-1 it. 3-2-1 Batman. Batman. Again, probably prep time. Just the prep time and the, the tactical nous. If it was like, you know, sprung on them and it's a two-minute bare-fisted fight, you're probably going to pick Wolverine, but... Yeah. No. There you go, right? Um... Have I missed anyone? Or we... Was there another two you missed? There might have been. Check the Cut this, Lonnie. <laughs> Cut this. <laughs> Let me have a look. No, Rocky's out of it. Hmm. Old Man Logan's just out of it. William Money was out of it. Hmm. Obi-Wan's out of it. Fletcher's out of it. Yeah, Alfred's right. out of it. Alfred's out of it, yeah. Who'd Alfred Nick be? Nick Fury. Did Alfred beat anyone? I don't think he did. Were you Nick, Nick Fury? Nick... No, Nick Fury lost because I was happy about it. Um, Logan Roy lost. Yeah. Hmm. Is this <laughs> no? Come on. So Count Dooku versus Mike. That's mm. fine. Mm. Who the fuck's Batman versus? <laughs> so confused. <laughs> what was your list? Well, I got all the sticky notes here. So now I've got <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. The fuck? Okay, you missed one then. What's going on? I don't know. Bloody hell. Obi Wan? Who'd, who'd Obi Wan beat in the first one? It's Obi Wan and Alfred, wasn't it? No. It was an Obi Wan and Mike, I think it was, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It? Yeah, well, who did who did Nick Fury go up against? Um, I think Gandalf. Okay. I think. Can we check the tape? I think we might have to. I'm so confused. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll stop recording and I'll check the tape. Please do. Oh my goodness. Okay, we're recording again. Okay, we're back after a long time away. Um, we didn't take into account how a 12-participant tournament would work because uh, we thought we'd end up with four finalists with two semifinals, uh, but we ended up with three. We think. <laughs> three in the finals, we think. If the math doesn't check out, let us know and yell at us, but we've been here for like 20 minutes trying to work <laughs> out who should be in this other semifinal with Batman. Um but it looks like it's a three-way between Batman, Count Dooku, and Mike Ehrman Trout. I can't help but feel Batman would have prepared for this eventuality. 
he would he would have backup plans for his backup plans. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike might be caught off guard with this uh, this madness of the tournament. Yeah, this might be the sort of thing. That... <laughs> Although he probably did the math beforehand and also <laughs> saw this coming. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, and Cat Duke will roll with it. You know, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's been through war. He's seen rougher shit than this. He started the war. Led half of it, essentially. All right. Well, three-way. Um, three of the baddest MFs, as you like to put it, Lonnie, on the planet. Yeah. And we got two that are probably... Well, they've gotten here pretty much on their tactics alone. Mm. But here's the thing. It's kind of a rock, paper, scissors situation, I think. Okay. Count Dooku can cut through Batman's mechanical armor again. Um, I think Mike can outdo Count Dooku in tactics and that. But then I think Batman can out-tough Mike. I feel like you're on the right track there. I think that if anyone out of the people we've spoken about today could manufacture a scenario where he's playing the two other guys off against each other. It'd be Mike somehow. He'd work out how to get them to fight each other and like, you know, sort of do all the hard work on each other before being left. I feel like this Batman would probably still just come through at the end. Here's another thing. Let me say this. Count Dooku is very experienced in fighting two opponents at the same time. We've seen it. Seen it twice in movies. Loves a three-way. Number of times. In the Clone Wars. Loves the three ways, you said, Lonnie. It's the only way he swings, really, if we're being honest. Just one person's not enough for him. <laughs> no, nah, definitely not. Not for Sir Christopher Lee. You kidding? <laughs> uh, well, it's 3 2 one it? Okay. 3, 2, two one. 1. Batman. Count Dooku. Ooh. Ooh. Really? Okay, here we go. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, I think um, these two are basically gods, really. Yeah. And Mike is not, sadly. He got taken out by Walter White by surprise. So. But, like, as as far as old men go, old actual men, not with powers and stuff, he's he's up there, right? Like, he's... Oh, mate. As far as normal old hmm. men go, top tier. Yeah. And look, he inspired this whole tournament and he made it to the finals. Round of applause. Thanks, Mike. You can keep your milk now. <laughs> at, the, at the canteen, yeah. Have a rib roll or a chico oh, roll if yeah. you so desire. Well, Maybe a kablooey. So you're thinking... I haven't had dinner. <laughs> so right. you're thinking Dukes, are you? I think so. I think so. What do you think Batman? Well, just a general Batman can prepare for anything and... You know, he's got the tentacle now for everything. Sure. Yeah. But he does have a lightsaber, which or the force. Which, yeah, exactly, exactly. Plus Dooku's got force lightning. Yes. As well. Um he's the best duelist mm-hmm. of all time. Not that that really matters with Batman because he's not dueling him, but No, probably not. But he's he also knows his way around tactics. I mean, as we said, Basically ran a whole war mm, for three no, years. That's true. 
um, behind the scenes shenanigans were probably longer than that. Mm. No, and the, the connection to the Force is probably something I've. But Batman, you know, if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. He's got a point to prove because he's old now too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But how would he actually do it? What would he do in particular? He'd work it out. <laughs> you can't just say that. <laughs> Come up with a, a particular scenario that he could beat Dooku. He'd probably have some sort of um, he'd smoke bomb it a bit. He'd grapple it around him, take him by surprise. He'd work it out. Okay. Grappling would be involved. The only thing is, if he can somehow out-endure yeah, Dooku, if he can last, I reckon the age factor would just be too much for Count Dooku to keep up with. Because as we saw in Avenger of the Sith, mm. he's able to keep up with the two boys for a bit. But, you know, he just got worn down eventually and got his hands cut off by L- Anakin. Lost his chops, didn't he? Yeah. He did. He did. He did. And if we're going with him at his oldest point, mm. I guess that's Revenge of the Sith. But and how can we not? How can we not have Batman win? Come on, Ron. <laughs> he's our boy. He is our boy. Um, yeah. Other hand is just a bit of force lightning is probably more than Batman's come across in his whole entire life. So that's true. But with his metal suit, I, I think he can uh, conduct it around. Lightning. Yeah. Okay. Well, because he does he does conduct lightning into it and then shock Superman with it. He could do the same he here, couldn't resistant. he? Yeah. Yeah. Other thing we haven't mentioned is that. Count Dooku is quite arrogant, isn't he? That's true. He, he'd he's probably misunderstand. He wouldn't like, oh, this is a Batman, whatever, you know. Yeah, a regular man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably would underestimate him, and that's that's how Batman beats a lot of people. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could go either way. Yeah. All right. Well, let's three, two, one it again, Lonnie. Okay. Three, two, one. Batman. Count Dooku. Really. <laughs> No. Uh, actually, now I think about it some more. Dooku needs two people. Once one person leaves, he wouldn't even be interested. He doesn't know how to fight that money. He doesn't know how to focus on a singular target. You know? Maybe. Nah, come on, Batman. Yeah, probably Batman. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Batman, toughest old dude. In fiction of all time. Potentially the toughest young dude as well. The toughest teenager. Tough, toughest dude. Yeah. Period. Good on him. Good on him indeed. Well, that was fun. We got there. I think so. In the end. Yeah, we got confused by how tournament brackets work, but you know. <laughs> Next time we'll come prepared. I just thought if everyone can pair off, it works out <laughs> to be two finalists, but you know. So we should I, add 16 next, next time. Well, thanks for telling me now. <laughs> I didn't know what the plan was until it is now. Oh, okay. Okay, when we do the tough old women, we'll have 16 of them, okay? Okay, now we've learned. We've learned, Lonnie. Did, right. did we end up doing any Taken? We didn't do any Liam Neeson, did we? He just sort of well, said, I haven't seen the Taken movies. Seen the first one. Yeah. You get it. You get it. It's, it's Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Lonnie. What's our segment now? Well, Dylan, our next segment is where we pit all of pop culture against each other <laughs> to tell each other and the listeners something to get amongst. 
get amongst it is the secret thing. Hello. Took me a while, I got there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get amongst it this week. And you can help me out with this one, Lonnie. Because mm. you've been getting amongst it too. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The series is out. We've seen the first two at the time of recording. Yeah, they both dropped at the same time on yeah. uh, Friday night, I believe. You're watching, you're waiting there with your finger on the on your phone ready to press play. Yeah, I was furious that they released it early because I was still at work when it happened. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, they released it an hour early. I was ready to finish on the dot to watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Oh, well. Damn it. I was out good. behind everyone else, but... Whew, so good morning, right? And yeah. you don't even like Star Wars. I do like Star Wars. I think I'm actually maybe enjoying this more than some people, and by some people I mean Lauren, who's expressed some concerns to me. What? She said you're not so sorry about it. What's her concerns? She's oh, I don't, I don't, no, 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 you can talk no, to her. No, you can talk to her. and shaming her. How dare she? <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't want to express this. dare she? Well, here's my thing. I'm thinking I may be enjoying it because I haven't seen much Star Wars recently. And so, like, it's been fun to go back into that world because I haven't, didn't bother with Boba Fett and, you know, I've had a bit of, bit of a break. And I'm enjoying it because I've seen so much Star Wars lately. Well, that's the flip side is that maybe you're enjoying it because it's a continuation of what you've been knowing and loving recently. But it's also something a bit different. Like, it's um, it's more darker in tone. It's not as lighthearted mm. as others. Mm. I mean, it's all about a, a man getting hunted, basically. Mm. Hmm. Obi-Wan being hunted by uh, Darth Vader's Inquisitors. Um, but we find out he has to go on a rescue mission for an old friend. And spoils alert. It's a little Princess Leia. Hello. And that little girl is doing a great job, isn't she? She, She's definitely captured, especially Episode 4 Leia, where she's pretty hmm. much just an entitled brat. Yeah. She's definitely getting that spirit in there. you got to love her. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's great. And wise beyond her years as well. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And we get to see Jimmy Smiths again. Love Jimmy, Jimmy Smiths. Bail Organa. Yeah. No, it's good. It's one thing I'd say, though, Dylan. I thought the first, well, the, the plot is sort of speeding along pretty quickly, which is probably maybe better than not speeding along. But I kind of felt like, First episode is like, okay, mate, you got to go break out. you got to go find Princess Leia and rescue her. And then episode two is like, okay, you found her. Cool. Straight away. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is the problem with um, trying to analyze a show two episodes in. We don't know where it's going. So I'm holding, I'm, I'm still keen. I'm on board. I'm ready to go. And that, that, that crazy woman seems to really want Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wants his head in the pike, doesn't she? Yeah, Inquisitor Reva, I believe Reva. it is. Cool. Should be a decent addition to the show so far. Mm. Um, there's a bit of an opening. It opens with Order 66, which is where all the Jedi get killed. Mm. She was definitely part of that and escaped, right? You reckon? Yeah. The Lawrence is similar. Yeah. Yeah, well, why show it otherwise? Mm. Uh, I said to you this off pod as well. I loved... But they did a recap at the start of the series <laughs> that acted like there's been just already multiple seasons of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. <laughs> they just did recaps of the prequels. Bit of fun. 
And that's another thing as well. We grew up on the prequels, so we're just happy to see Ewan McGregor back again, aren't we? More than anything. Yeah, he's one of my favourites of these films. One of our favourite actors, I'll say it. Yeah, it's perfect. He's a good boy. It's great. And he seems to be enjoying himself. He does. He does. I was thinking about this. It's kind of funny because as much as he would enjoy being Obi-Wan Kenobi, like classic character, you know, the one universally loved aspect of those movies. Yeah. I don't know if he would love being Obi-Wan Kenobi as much as the fans would love him being Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, to him, I wonder if it's just, like, an iconic role that I've got, which I quite like doing, but to some people out there, the Star Wars fans are very fervent, adamant in their love of Star Wars. They can be. I just wonder if, if his love of the character wouldn't match what some fans love his character to be, you know? Oh, definitely not. Yeah. I don't think that's to be said of anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, yeah. yeah. Oh no, but yeah, and we get to see Hayden Christensen again playing Anakin slash Darth Vader, which yeah. is going to be awesome. Love me some Hayden Christensen. A lot of people didn't like him in the prequels, but I've always thought he was great. I thought he was fine. How dare you? He's back. He is back. Look, I'm interested to prove the haters wrong, Warnie. No, interesting show. It was going to be a movie originally, but they've reworked it into a TV show. I think it's good. I'm keen to see. Good so far, at least. Mm. We're a third of the way through, so Mm. we'll see how it wraps up. But definitely, at least the first two episodes get amongst it. (laughs) All right. You sniggering at me. It's a good way of putting it. No, good on you. I like how you wrap it up. Are we on the socials? Yes, we can on the socials. Twitter, Facey, Insta, please get in touch. Love to hear from you. Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd personally like to thank Mark Irons for our theme song. Mark the man. As always, as always. We haven't thanked him for a while. No, we were a bit slack there for a bit. But yeah, but I was the first to, to remember him. So oh, is that how, <laughs> how it's while. worked, is it? I think so, right? I want to thank our fans. Oh, more than anything. Yeah. It's, I say fans. The people who listen to the show. Are you our fans? Is that much? Is it much for me to say that we have fans, Dylan? Or just presumptuous of you, Lonnie. Yeah. No, people have been here for 62 weeks and they've... Whoever gives us the time of day, we appreciate you. Just casual listeners. That's, that's fine by me. Good to hear from you. Get in touch. We'll see you soon. Next week, probably. Yeah, probably. No, this is the last episode. We're done. Oh, no. This is how we end on Tough Old Men. What about a little hint for next week, Dylan? All right. What's your favourite celestial object? (laughs) Uranus. (laughs) Oh, okay. That works. Ooh. How does it work? We'll find out. Until then, Dylan, think on that. And I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.